Business Podcast. The most creative minds and innovative thinkers in football in association with SoccerX. Connecting football for 25 years. Hello and welcome to the Football Code Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Manby. And in this episode, I talked to Luca Danovado, Chief Marketing Officer at Inter Milan. It's been a big year for Inter, winning their first Scudetto in 11 years, safely through to the knockout stages of the Champions League. And in March, they revealed a new brand identity, including a new club logo and their I am Inter brand. Launching a new club crest can be very controversial and complicated, especially in the social era, with fans never short of an opinion and never shy of voicing it. However, Inter managed to pull it off pretty well. The change was more than just a brand identity and a new crest, however, as Inter looked to appeal to new global audiences and extend beyond the world of football to the likes of fashion, entertainment and lifestyle. Right, Let's get into it and chat to Luca. Luca, welcome to the show. Hi, Alex. The Inter brand and crest are iconic. Why did they need to be changed? Well, you know, like um, I'm a marketeer. So when I joined Inter, they asked me to, to do something that go behind the traditional marketing. Plus, uh, I like to talk a journey, you know, like a brand. Uh, need to need to grow and need to project itself in the future. So that was our our journey started four years ago, and uh, the main objective was try to position Inter more than a football club. You know, something that is uh, behind football. Inter for us need to win on pitch, but they need to inspire people when we talk about lifestyle, when we talk about digital, because. We strongly believe we are an entertaining company. So to do that, you know, like that is a nice vision, a nice uh, PowerPoint, but you need to do milestones step by step. You need to grow inside the company. And that's what we have done in the last four years. So we, first of all, we started with, uh, with the brand DNA. So we want to, let me say, reshape the values and, and, and attitude of the club. So the, our values are always, let me say, the same. We respect a lot our tradition, and it's very important on that. But we try to discuss to represent the value as supposed to, to be for the new generation. So that was our first milestone. Second one was try to position the club with a different tone of voice. So we invest a lot on people, on infrastructure, to create uh, what we call internally media house. So we create like a, a great group of people that every single day they try to communicate, entertain our fans and more than our fans in a different way. Try to find something new, something uh, creative. Like, uh, for example, during the, the summer when we had all the transfer market, we tried to communicate at 6 a.m. every morning. So the people start to get in touch and engage with us in early in the morning because they want to see what, what's news if it was the new players. But, uh, you know, every day was some, some new, some different things, that's something new, but not a new players every single day at six o'clock in the morning. But that is like, um, you know, it was the second milestone, the, the tone of voice. Third milestone was last year in April. It was, uh, honestly, it was a, a, a key moment of our history as a club because we had a new visual identity. We redesigned our brand and the, the new logo, new crest. We unveiled the crest uh, 
in April. And uh, it was uh, like, the, let me say, we call internally a new beginning because the new visual identity just started last April, but every, every month we release something new because it's a journey, as I said at the beginning, and the club need to improve our capacity to entertain and to inspire different people on different uh, business. And then the new crest, of course, uh, has uh, the main objective to create um, a new merchandising journey, you know, be ready for a new digital ecosystem, be ready for a new kind of uh, fans consumer. And more than that, also try to bond with uh, Milan, bond with our city. And we are creating different uh, iconic collaboration as well. Tell me a little bit about the process of designing the crest. Who was involved in that? And when you first sat down and you started talking about this necessity or at least opportunity to create a new crest, what were the non-negotiable elements that you knew had to be part of it? I can tell you that, Alex. It was a, it was a, a very challenge for me and my team. When we sit down the first time with um, our owner that asked us to redesign the crest. I think it was a honor, but it was also a big challenge, a lot of pressure because uh, uh, the crest represents millions of fans and for those millions of fans, the crest represents emotion. So we manage carefully. We try to find uh, the, the right partner for us and we found a partner with Mirko Borsch Studio, Buro Borsch Studio, sorry. Mirko is the, the leader of this studio and he was uh, a great combination of experience between us and them because Mirko represent uh, where we want to go. So represent technology, digital lifestyle, modernization of a, of a, of a, of a brand. We represent Inter, we represent a tradition. So when we sit down with them in the first meeting, we just say, we need to have a, a good mix. The good mix is, is respect the tradition, but project Inter and project our new crest in the future. The tradition is clearly important. I mean, tradition is hugely important to all football fans. And certainly something that strikes me with the Intercrest is that over the years, the 113 years of Inter's history, there have been various iterations in this evolution of the crest. And yet it keeps coming back to the original 1908 Giorgio Muggiani design. What is it about that crest which is so special? Well, the first crest was iconic. I like to define in this way, you know, and uh, we had um, like a, a bigger inspiration from that crest, because if you consider the new one is more or less the 90% the same of the old one. So it was iconic for us as Inter, but was iconic also for our studio, Bureau Borsch, because uh, I think at that time it was already modern in terms of colors and in terms of uh, design. You know, the minimalism was uh, very important that time and is extremely important uh, right now. So if you compare the two logo, you see that um, we decided to make it more simple. So we removed two letters, the F and C, and we maintain the two elements that we think uh, are our uniqueness, international and Milan. Uh, international because international is our name, you know, is our history and it's uh, our attitude. And Milan is our city. We want to bond with our city. We want to 
represent our city and the values of the city around the world, like values of design, value of uh, lifestyle. So we thought those two elements for us are the two elements that represent us and have to be represented in a new crest. We abandoned the two letters FC because we thought everybody know that we are a football club because I think Inter is a, and will be a football club. And we thought that um, the iconic element, the circle that was designed the first time, we maintain it because that represents us as a football team. That is a symbol that we are a football team. doesn't matter, you'll see the logo. The logo could be an iconic product in a, on a catwalk. Uh, without seeing our jersey, but I think people recognize that to represent the football team. That was for us very important, you know. So we maintained the circle elements. We maintained two out of four letters from the old uh, crest. And uh, we decided to, of course, maintain the two colors. Inter is black and blue since the beginning, but uh, we changed a little bit the blue. The blue is more bright, it's more digital, more easy to, to read and understood on digital devices. I saw an interview with Mirko Borsch of um, Bureau Borsch, as you mentioned, in which he talked about the importance of digital, the fact that this logo is no longer seen just on the shirt or on a large screen like a television. It's now probably more often than not seen on a small screen like a phone. Would you say it was a digital first branding exercise? Yeah, digital for us is... Um is the platform where we see ourselves. You know, I said at the beginning, we want to inspire people and we want to talk with the bigger audience around the world. And the digital is the place where we can meet all our fans and, and where we can meet people that are not interested in football, but maybe they are interested or they're curious of what we're doing. So the color was um, a key element. We had lots of debate. We've done different uh, trials to see what was working better on a mobile phone or on a screen. So it is extremely important. And I give you an example. When we unveiled a new crest for the first time, it was in April. And the first time the crest was on our four kit on a digital environment. We unveiled uh, with our partners uh, on, um, on, uh, on a video games. And uh, the kids were allowed to buy a new skin with a new logo on a game. So that just represents what's the future, you know, like uh, you can see uh, lots of uh, fashion brands create a specific uh, capsule only for video games because digital is uh, the next step where every brand needs to entertain and inspire consumers, fans. So that's where we want to be. And the club's press release, I think, really highlighted that point and I'll read it says there was a desire to establish itself as an icon of culture as well as of sport that's a pretty bold ambition what does it mean yeah that's uh, exactly that's is a uh, we think inter is a uh, an icon in sport in football you know we won lots of trophies national international everybody know us around the world because we are an iconic football club Next step, next level now is to become part of uh, a culture, part of uh, design, lifestyle. You know, lots of brands talking about culture. What does it mean culture? For us, mean 
let me say in this way, for us is uh, is the way to entertain people outside football. So that's what we want to do. Uh, we want to see that our logo create um, emotion, represent something, represent an attitude outside football. It's a big task. It's a big challenge, for, of course, but that's what we want to do. And I think uh, at the moment in our journey, we are touching the right elements and we are doing uh, the right things. And that's the idea of I am Inter. We've talked a bit about the crest, but slightly less about I am Inter. And the idea is that that encapsulates everything about the brand of Inter Milan, be it lifestyle, entertainment, music, fashion. I've seen the partnership with Montclair. Is that right? Is that the purpose of I am Inter? Exactly. It's a, I like to say it's an attitude. You know, if you have a specific attitude, like you want to achieve something, you perform yourself, you are consistent, uh, you know, you can fail sometime, but you want to reach some level, then uh, I call we're interisti, you know, you're part of us. If you love a specific world on design, on, uh, on fashion, and uh, the Montclair collaboration represent that, you part of us, you know, like you part of Inter. The Montclair collaboration, eh, let me spend a few words, it's, um, it's very important for the entire business because when we met with Montclair, Montclair is a Milanese company. It's an um, iconic company in their business. So we thought we want to, we bought something similar. We're both from Milan. We both have the same values. We believe on the same uh, path for the future. Digital for both sides is very important. And uh, we sit down and we decided to redesign the formal wear for players. So how the young generation is going gonna, is gonna to be formal. You know, like uh, my generation, all generation, you know, the tie, the suits. It was very important. It was uh, an element that represent people when they go in uh, some specific uh, environment to represent themselves as the to represent in some specific uh, in Italian say salotto now like in a specific world you know so Montclair decided with us to redesign the way that uh, the young generation have to be formal and I think the result was um, a mix of tradition a mix of mo modern key style for young generation. And uh, for us, is represent like is a journey as well because it's three years partnership with them, and we want to be part of um, our city. So we're gonna do different things during the Fashion Week of Milan, during the Design Week of Milan, because we want to involve uh, people that leave our city, people that come from all around the world in Milan, and help us with Montclair to represent excellence, to represent excellence that could be football, could be lifestyle could be design. It ties in with various pieces of research which I've seen. In fact, many things that we've seen at Football Co in our work with brands and analyzing this new generation of fans who don't behave in other ways and certainly shows that we shouldn't silo Gen Z, we shouldn't silo even millennials as being just football fans or just fashion fans or just music fans. There's this great overlap. Having said that, as chief marketing officer, I'm sure you're very aware that while appealing to new fans is very important, not annoying the traditional fan base is equally important. It must have been sensitive. I'm sure there was a lot of preparation within Media House 
for the launch of this new visual identity. How nervous were you about fans' reaction and how's it been in general? Yeah, as you say, the balance is very important. And as a marketeer, you know, we always analyze generation, age, attitude, what they're doing, what is working, is not working. So we thought that the mix of activities, it's extremely important for, you know, we were a bit, um, of course, we were a bit, um, not afraid, concerned about the reaction of uh, the traditional fans, you know, especially people that have, you know, like older than, than 50, you know, the old fans, because as I said before, the crest represent emotion and change something, it's, um, it's always cause another emotion it could be positive or negative emotion, you know, but I think uh, we managed carefully and the reaction was extremely positive. Uh, especially because the timing was uh, perfect. We unveiled in April, and April was at the end of last season. So we were leading the, the Italian Serie A. We won the Italian Championship after 11 years. So that was a positive motion linked to the new crest. So that was, uh, let me say, the most important things because uh, timing when you change uh, a crest is extremely important. Then, as you say, we do different things, you know, like um, I mentioned before, what we're doing for Gen Z, you know, like uh, we launch, launch, for example, for the new Crest uh, limited edition Air Force One with Nike. And of course, it was uh, extraordinary results. The feedback from sneakers, lovers was fantastic. You know, we didn't expect that. It was unbelievable. On the other hand, we managed to represent the tradition and to maintain uh, the link with the past with our legends. So we utilize our former players to to show to the fans, to the tradition fans, what does it mean Inter, what does it mean the, the new logo, and the fact that the new logo represents the same values. is always Inter, and uh, it will always be Inter. So that was just uh, two examples to show you how we daily we, we try to create uh, contents to entertain different audience. That is uh, very important. Well, congratulations for keeping the fans on side. It's something, particularly in the digital social age, that fans are never shy of voicing their opinion. They are vociferous. Uh, they can be angry. It's a tough job being a community manager trying to talk about any wider changes in the club when on-field things aren't going so well. So as you say... That must have meant a lot. But it, it's incredibly emotive, isn't it? Because it's, totally, it's one thing yeah. fans getting annoyed about what's happening on the pitch, bad results, they're angry with the players, they want new ownership, whatever it might be, it happens at different clubs. But the, the issue of the, the crest also is something visceral within them that they feel it belongs to them and the emotions run very strong around it. Uh, let me say the, the relationship with fans uh, is extremely important. Uh, Inter-fans are... Fantastic. They follow us all the time when we win or lose. And of course, sometimes, as you say, you know, like with the social, in the social era, you can get criticism every single day. You can get opinions. But for us, it's important because uh, we listen a lot. You know, like the fans for us are the key elements of the club. You know, we have players, we have, uh, of course, uh, uh, employees, colleagues, and we have fans. The fans uh, are 
the main source of uh, information for us to make things happen in a better way. So I spend hours to read uh, fans' comments, to meet them, to talk to them at the stadium when we have a game. So it, it's it, it's important because, uh, as I said at the beginning, we are an entertainment uh, platform and we want to entertain them. So to entertain them in a better way, we need to know them and we need to understand what is working for them. Yeah, I mean, in other cases, fans have been so indignant and unhappy about a new crest that the club has had to roll it back and change back the changes. So fortunately, that didn't happen here. I wanted to talk about this season's kits because obviously the new brand was unveiled uh, in March and April, as you say, and then this season's kits feel very bold and uh, they feel very ambitious. How involved were Nike in the planning and creation of those? I know that kits... They can be one year or two years in the making. So how did you mix the new kit with the new branding? Well, Nike is um, our historical partner and he's on board with us on our journey. So we had um, a great relationship with them and then we, we, we plan everything very in advance. So a couple of years ago, we had uh, lots of conversation with the Nike designer and we, we explain them our vision. We explain them uh, that we want to, once again, respect the tradition, but to be bold, to be new, to, to present something different. And the results, uh, you see, you know, these years uh, was um, everything linked about our skin. So we say this is the first season with the new crest. So is the, the new skin of, of Inter. You know, the snake is our symbol. So we decided to, to work on, uh, on these elements that represent the elements on the three jersey, especially in the first and the second one, the home and away case. And um, the, the market, uh, the fans uh, answer in a, in a fantastic way. You know, they love us. They love the way we, we do something different every single year. So this is like uh, what we've done, you know, uh, these years because the bichone is a key element for us. You know, it's not represented on the on the crest, but it's still an extremely extremely important for us. So you see on the jersey this year, and represent Milan and represent our city. It's a symbol of Milan. And then uh, with Nike, um, we always discuss what what is important, relevant for for fans, and uh, we both we strongly believe that sustainability is important. And the jersey these years is produced uh, 99% with recycled plastic. So that for us was another key element uh, to project into in the future. So Nike on that is uh, a fantastic partner and is extremely important to make our values and our vision happen. It clearly shows the importance of long-term relationships and how they can facilitate changes, for example, in the branding. So it's interesting that Nike was so involved. I think another change to the kit, which is very noticeable, is Pirelli out after 26 years on the front of the shirt. I close my eyes and think of Ronaldo Nassario destroying Serie A defenses, uh, and I see Pirelli on the front of the shirt, and Socios in. I suppose that was probably something which came about later and couldn't have been as integral to the branding conversations when they were developing. And yet that's a modern brand now sitting with the modern branding on the new kit, isn't it? Totally. Like Pirelli is still part of Interfamily, you know, it's still a partner. And with them, we had a fantastic 
let me say, probably the longest sponsorship in the football uh, business. And uh, they are friends, they're part of us, and they will always be part of us. But then, uh, as, as we say, you know, like we need to project us in the future. And our jersey with socials, digital beats, Lenovo, uh, represents uh, what what's the consumer wants uh, for the future. You know, there are three technology company, and with them, they they help us uh, uh, to to give more access to the life of the club. Like socials, for example, you know, they they give uh, opportunities to fans to be closer to us, to be to take a decision on our day by day. They probably you know to 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 get my job. Looking this way. And I give you the, la- the next example, like um, for the final of Super Cup against uh, Juventus. Socios, basically, we with them, we create like um, three opportunities that people can choose. There are three different songs, three different songs that create lots of emotion to the to our fans, and the fans they have an opportunity to choose one of the three, and, and then you're gonna see uh, they're chosen on our jersey. So that is something different. If you think about the way of partnership, we are in a new era. And then I think we managed to embrace that immediately. Of course, you know, we thank Spirelli for whatever they've done for us. And they've done a lot in the last uh, two decades. But now, like uh, with those new partners, I think uh, the new partners going to give uh, a different access to the club uh, for the fans. It's exciting. It's uh, something different, something new. Once again, as you say before, you know, like uh, we had to explain what Sochi is doing and Digital Beats doing uh, with us to our fans. But I think now the perception is um, is extremely positive, and uh, there are like millions of fans that take part of our polls to take a decision to to become a marketeer of Inter every single day. On-pitch success with the team's first Scudetto in a decade, Inter back at the top table in the Champions League knockout stages, this off-the-pitch, bold, agenda-pushing identity and partners who share the same values. It's an exciting time to be at Inter, isn't it? It's a fantastic time. The last four years, it was like, uh, you know, very quick, very, very fast. The, the people that are working here, the teams, uh, all my colleagues, they are extremely excited. And then let me say we are very proud of what we have done because uh, the football team uh, has lots of um, opportunity, but you need to, to push every single day. You need to find the right things every single day. And then you need to have enthusiasm. That's uh, the important things. You know, we are the first fans of the club. And we want to do more emotion. We do want to create uh, more links with our fans, with our partners every single day. But let me say, then it's great because when you win, when you are there, able to, you know, you can't win every day. Uh, but important is to, to, to be at the top uh, all the time. It's for us uh, the most important thing. Well, I wish you all the best with it. Luca, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much, Alex. Thank you. And if you want to hear more episodes like this, make sure you're following this podcast in your preferred podcast platform or check out the archives on footballgo.com. All the best. The Football Co. Business Podcast. The most creative minds and innovative thinkers in football in association with Soccer X. Connecting football for 25 years.